Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of the podcast. On today's show, we have Whitney Guerra. Whitney is the owner and director of Transformation Training, which is a fitness studio and physiotherapy clinic, and was previously known as Tailored Training. Whitney has been in the fitness and health industry for all of her life and is a certified personal trainer, dance trainer, Pilates instructor, fitness nutrition specialist, and fascial stretch therapy practitioner. And not to mention, she is one badass female entrepreneur. Whitney has come on the show to talk all about transformation. She has undergone a big personal and professional change recently, and we are so fortunate that she was willing to share her story with us. Not only that, Winnie chats about and guides us on how we can realize what changes we may need to make in our own lives to continue to better ourselves both professionally and personally. She asks us some difficult questions, and I know if that we sit down and think about this, it might actually have the power to dramatically change our lives. Winnie is one of the smartest and hardworking women I know. Enjoy the episode. <music> Welcome to Vino and Vaginas, the podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Dion, and I'm here to bring you interviews from the absolute best and brightest in their field, all about issues related to being a woman, from health and fitness to sex and dating and everything in between. My mission at Vino and Vaginas is to explore these topics, health, sexuality, and everything related to being a woman in a fun and safe environment free of shame, embarrassment, or stigma going to be an amazing time. Now, let's get to it. Awesome. Well, first off, I just want to say welcome and thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast, Whitney. Oh, thank you for having me. Now, what listeners probably don't know is that I've actually worked for Whitney for 10 years coming up this December. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So it was You just... put up with me for 10 years. That's impressive. It was December <laughs> 2010 that I started. So we wow. are coming up on my 10-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Isn't that crazy? That is actually super crazy. Yeah. So we've been through some amazing times, some challenging times. Absolutely. But it's been great the whole time. But what I want everybody to know is the one thing I've noticed the most over those 10 years is just how oh how driven and passionate you are and how you literally will do everything to better yourself and to better the lives of everyone you work with and so it is such a privilege to have you here today and I can't wait Oh, thank you. You're so welcome. It must be the wine talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. So for the listeners, <laughs> so Whitney's actually, I'm lucky to have her in my bubble. So we are here drinking um, some wonderful Ontario wine that we picked mm-hmm. up. I think it's called Revel. Highly recommend. Um, so yeah, so hopefully you're enjoying a glass or a glass of kombucha or whatever your favorite drink is. Or Bengal spice tea. Oh, I do love Bengal spice. I know. I just learned, um, cashew milk actually froths brilliantly in the milk frother and it's my new favorite thing. I make a tea latte every night. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> um, happening tomorrow night. <laughs> have to make you guys one. Um, okay, so again, welcome. So Whitney's here to talk about, oh, to talk about a lot of stuff. She's going to talk about some challenges that's been going on, how she's overcome them, and some major transformations, both in the lives of others and herself, both personally and professionally. So I'm really excited to share this with you guys. All right, Whitney, so what people probably don't know is you're a veteran in the health and fitness field, right? So how long have you been working in this field? Um, So I call myself a fitness dinosaur. Um, I would be a stegosaurus if I had to pick one, uh, just because it's fun to say that. Um, But my very first fitness certification was a CanFit Pro 
um, fitness instructor specialist. Um, so doing group training, and that happened at, when I was 18. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Are you willing to share with the group how old you are now? Uh, <laughs> we don't uh, have to. You don't have to admit no. it. <laughs> totally, absolutely. All my girlfriends and I um, have decided we're just going to redo our 40th birthday. Okay. Because to- this year was different um and presented different challenges um but i turned 40 on january 17th 1980 so you turned 40 sorry it's the wine talking so uh yes i turned 40 this january awesome is 40 everything it's cracked up to me um it's been awesome okay i love it um so you've Obviously, kind of working in this fitness industry since you were 18, you've seen tons of transformations of your clients' lives, both physical, I'm sure mental, like, right, in so many different ways. And this year, you've actually undergone a little bit of a transformation yourself. So can you tell us a little bit about the challenges you saw over the last six months and how that's impacted you, both personally and professionally? Yeah, so... As of March 17th of this year, um, we actually had to close down our business because of COVID. Um, And obviously it's been a super challenging year. Um, Yeah, that was a really hard day. There were a lot of tears that day um, because I really, truly love what I do. And I had no idea when we'd be able to reopen. Um, That was a sad day for you as well. It was. Closed. it happened, I think, midday where we decided to um, close everything down mm-hmm. and also for the safety of everybody, um, we did that um, as other gyms and fitness facilities and clinics had to do. Um, so yeah, it's just been a super crazy year in terms of not knowing what's happening and um, my motto has been hashtag day by day. Oh, I like it. Um, and on a personal note, um, as of June of this year, uh, my business partner and my former life partner and I um, parted ways. And so that's also been a completely huge transformation um, in terms of changing a lot of things in my life, uh, in terms of changing a lot of things with our business. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been a busy past few months for a lot of different reasons. Um, and like anything, change is super, super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and change isn't scary. As I always say, it's actually terrifying. Um, so it's just been a process just kind of figuring out, um, you know, what each day is going to look like and where to go forward and how to go forward. And um, I can honestly say... Um, heading into October, there's been a lot of amazing changes and, um, I'm super excited about what's going to be happening in the next uh, few months and a few years. So that's awesome. I mean, wow. COVID alone, this pandemic alone has been such a challenge and such a uncertainty in so many people's lives, but I'm sure as a business owner, that just adds an enormous amount of stress on top of what everyone else is already feeling too. So it can't be easy. And then add all of these personal changes too. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah, and it's like anything. Um, I was talking to a really good friend of mine the other day, and um, you know what? Sometimes, too, you get really comfortable, and that's why change is hard. Um, And then on the other side of it, you see that change can really be great, and sometimes everything happens for a reason, and it's for the best, actually. So, um, 
Yeah, I must say I have an absolutely incredible team around me and the most incredible humans. You guys ex know who you are around me. Um, and because of that, um, we are here drinking wine and smiling and... <laughs> recording uh, this inaugural re podcast. Recording the first podcast. Yes. On vaginas. Um, uh, so yeah, it's been, uh, you know, it's been busy. Uh, but, uh, you know, change is hard, change is good. Well, I think it's pretty, actually not pretty, it's incredibly impressive and it's actually quite awe-inspiring that you're able to go through. I mean, this was, I mean, the pandemic was, what, six months that it started, but these major changes have really been the last four. So that's really, in the grand scheme of things, not a long period of time. It's been quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots so, of change. I mean, the fact that you can push through and, you know, find your passion and find your vision and kind of know exactly what you want to do in that short of time, that's amazing. And it's really awe-inspiring. So I think you should really kind of give yourself a you know, pat on the back for that because not a lot of people could do that. Not a lot of people could. Well, I will say this. I was thinking about this today. Um... I think sometimes I call it the parade of life where you just, you know, you just, you have your day by day uh, routines that you do and COVID really put a halt on the parade. Um, the costumes came off, the, <laughs> the pretty float stopped, um, you know, shit got real. And so it really made me sit back and think about so many things. Um, but one thing I'll say is I so desperately miss the studio, mm -hmm. miss doing what I love to do every day. Um, and it really made me realize how much I love what I do. Um, and it also made me realize the incredible humans around me um, mm. that have supported me during a really, you know, just challenge, surprisingly, mm -hmm. um, surprising time because everything happened quite quickly, um, but also just a really hard time. Um, so... You know what the pause in life really puts things into perspective um and i think that's the one thing hopefully we can take away from this is that we just get caught up in the day-to-day -day grind and this made us stop and really think about a lot of things so absolutely i mean obviously there's so many terrible things about what's going on in this world and the pandemic and everything but just having a little bit of time to reflect i think it's done some really good things for people and it's been hard in, in certain ways too when I was off I know it was awful I hated being off but it does it makes you think about what's important and realize priorities in your life right and things that you didn't necessarily think were your priorities and yeah. I think it's kind of eye-opening for people so yeah. absolutely yeah. I couldn't agree more well so speaking of this one of the things I've noticed a lot kind of well in social media especially because social media is so prevalent in our lives these days but there's this idea that our outward persona has to be this perfect image, right? And you can't be vulnerable out there. You can't um, show mistakes and you have to have this perfect image. And I find it hard because it's really making it hard for so many younger women, but also women of all ages feel like they are good enough, right? And it's really quite upsetting. What, what do you think about that? Um, first of all, I think... Uh because everyone's been probably a little bit bored these days at home. Um, <laughs> I think Instagram and social media has been just on fire lately. Yeah. Um, so definitely um, integrate. Um, there's so much of a focus on people's perceptions and um, watching people's Instagrams and what life should be like. Um, there's also the reality of what's happening and just what life is really like. 
Um, and I will say this, I did a FST, a fascial stretch therapy session with a, a client the other day and I said, how are you doing? And her answer was, I've been shitty for the past six months. Like I have not been doing great. Um, I haven't enjoyed working from home. I've been not exercising mm-hmm. and I haven't been eating very well. And my response was, is that you're not alone. Absolutely. Um, and for sure, I like to post lots of content on my own Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have trained myself, literally, uh, pun intended, I guess, <laughs> um, in challenging times to train. And it's been completely something when both my parents passed away that got me through and through some really, really hard times have got has gotten me through. Um, and, you know, as much as I'm sure some people will look and say, oh, Jesus, Whitney, you're working out um, <laughs> again. But I can honestly say uh, it helps. It's not easy. And what I told no. my client was, yeah, a lot of times I totally want to watch Netflix eat ice cream, maple walnut, um, for uh, someone who I know might be listening to this <laughs> and, uh, and also just not train. Obviously that's way more appealing, but sometimes you just have to, like I say, rip the bandaid off, jump in the cold pool and just do it. Um, and so, yeah, it's, I feel that a lot of times people don't share their struggles and mm-hmm. everyone struggled during this time. Like I can't think of one person who hasn't, I'm not alone. I've had some shit going on, but my shit's not different than anyone else. Everyone has had struggles. And so I think it's just being super honest that this has been really hard, Mm -hmm. um, but we're all in this together. And no matter what you did yesterday, um, tomorrow you can start changing things if you feel like something needs to change. So It's so true. And I think so many people, I mean, myself included, have a hard time being vulnerable and admitting those things. Yeah. And it's really, if you follow Whitney on Instagram, she's really good about saying, yeah, she rocked that training session, but you didn't necessarily want to and you'll post about that. Yeah. Unlike some people where you just think, oh, it must be easy for them because they just do this, right? But it's not real and people don't identify that as being real. Totally. I made a post about that the other day, actually, and I got a lot of traction. <laughs> Literally, sometimes I have a hard time getting into my own studio, um, opening the door with my own keys and just making it happen. And that's someone who, you know, has been doing this since uh, I'm the fitness dinosaur, I'm the stegosaurus. So um, that's someone who I'm someone who knows what they're doing. So I can't even imagine how overwhelming it is for someone who A, doesn't know where to begin and start and B, just has a lot of stuff going on. And I don't have kids. Uh, You don't have kids. I can't even imagine um, having little humans that you're responsible for and um, are demanding and needing of your time and attention so that has a whole other layer of complexity that I completely understand oh absolutely it's funny you talked about your client kind of saying she's had a crappy six months a friend of mine moved out of province and she said the first thing she noticed was how honest people were and just saying oh I didn't have the greatest day or right instead of just the robotic good yep how was yours yeah yeah here's here's the parade of life how are you good how are you right but and then you feel like an idiot when you say it right back like you answered and they're like how are you oh crap you already said that okay yeah (laughs) damn it you took my line yeah (laughs) i know well i mean obviously the fact that you're coming on here and you're kind of telling us your journey and you're telling us kind of what's gone on in your last six months and you don't subscribe to this sentiment that we can't we have to show this perfect image. Like, obviously you're okay with showing more of the vulnerable side, which I think is amazing. I think we have to do more of. Um, so my question for you is what, 
made you kind of be okay with being vulnerable? And how can we help other people, myself, other women included, be okay with that and kind of make that transition? Um, that is a really great question. And I think for me personally, um, life changed very quickly in my 30s um, when both my parents were both really sick and both passed away. And I was there during that time, which I think is a great one of the greatest gifts um, because you watch that happen and yeah, you look at life through a completely different lens. Um, and yeah, I think that it made me to answer your question, pause and reflect on things a lot more. And that's something in this current situation that I really had to, to do and step back away from it because there's a lot of emotions that go into leaving a personal relationship, leaving a business partnership. So 15 years, 13 years, that's wow. a heck of a long time. Um, and uh, especially with my mom, it was four days of really hard days um of watching her slowly pass away and when you watch that and you watch someone taking you know a hard breath every breath um it makes you realize like just how precious life is um yeah so that was a really big moment i mean it was a very complicated decade for me um and it just made me really change like my and shift how I saw the world um yeah and I don't know you were uh, I there was three in the morning um Cassie was up early uh maybe four in the morning actually I think it was like four three is a little early yeah so it's maybe four in the morning and uh you know I had had a tough night my mom had passed away at her care home and Cassie was up you know probably blogging gonna be doing a workout <laughs> doing something or you work so hard and I uh, didn't have a ride home so I said hey buddy um, can you pick me up and you are that person and uh, yeah that was uh, like I said like people you can make hard um, challenges in life um, an opportunity to grow and I think that's the biggest thing it made me just stop and step back and think wow no matter what's going on in life um, Mm We have a life to live, and we wake up every day, and uh, we're super blessed, um, especially during this time with COVID, um, yep. when our health is so precious. It just made me realize like just how important the work we do is, um, and how much I love doing it, but also just how important like getting up in the morning and you know opening uh, the window um, and looking at the sunshine and um, just how important it is to put two feet on the floor beside your mm-hmm. bed and be like Whew, I'm ready to go today it's a that's new day so, so true. Yeah. yeah that's amazing and I mean I think it's so easy everybody we all are guilty of it we get so caught up in the day-to-day stress anxiety work deadlines whatever it is um, you know like we want to lose those extra whatever pounds and people get so kind of stuck on things we forget the bigger picture and sometimes we need someone like you to remind us or sometimes I mean one of my favorite I'm I'm gonna say it's a Socrates quote but please don't quote me on that because I might be wrong but it was something along the lines of you know if we all threw our problems in a pile and grabbed one at random we would be happy to take back our own right oh totally absolutely um absolutely and you know what it's like you know on a lighter note it's just like 
you know, sometimes it's Saturday and you want to have a glass of wine and that's okay. Totally. It's, it's, that's life, but it's more just appreciating. Yeah. We have, you know, an amazing human sitting beside us. We have a great conversation and it's those little moments that make a difference and just appreciating each and every day. Um, and that's just a lesson I learned, you know, younger than I thought I learned, which has just given me more opportunity to, to spread that on. Absolutely. And so I think that's, I think that's really powerful stuff. And I mean, you hear it, but really to absorb it and to, you know, really think about it, we have to look at the bigger picture and the gift we have that we can wake up in the morning and have a purpose and have people who love us and, and have an amazing cup of coffee because coffee is the best thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I do love my coffee too. Wine and coffee, they kind of, uh, I, know. I don't know. It's a close tie. Actually, it's a tie. Let's be real. It's not a close tie. It's a tie. I couldn't give that one up. That is so true. It's a right? tie. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what, given all of this stuff and this may have changed, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago today, what is it that drives you? What's your motivating drive? What gets you up in the day and what keeps you pushing? Um, yeah, I can honestly, I'm very fortunate um, because even at a young age, um, even in uh, university, I taught fitness classes and I really fell in love um, with teaching fitness and coaching and my parents really wanted me to be a teacher and were super disappointed um, that I didn't go into teaching, uh, especially because um, of my dad's role as a trustee and the chairman of the school board. And I was like, come on, Whitney, <laughs> just be a teacher. Uh-huh. But I truly feel like I'm a teacher. Absolutely. Um, just in a different way. And all I do is I just show people the potential of what they can accomplish. Nothing I do is out of the ordinary other than just letting people know what they're capable of and I think once people know what they're capable of and know how good their body can move and know how good their body can feel um, it's so incredibly rewarding to see how good people can feel when they put all the right stuff together Um, so uh, for me I've been very fortunate like I said since I've been 18 to be you know a different pieces um of my life a little bit to a lot um, doing what we do now um very involved in fitness and health and and yeah that I really love sharing um what I know um with the people that I get a chance to work with so that's amazing so you've worked with many women what would you say then what are the most common roadblocks you see that people face or have that stops them from realizing what they are capable of um, I think we're all super duper hard on ourselves. Um, you know, we're our own worst critics. I think everyone can really say that. Um, and I think for women especially, um, it gets challenging because we have a lot of expectations that we put on ourselves. Um, there's a lot of expectations out there of what we should be. Um, and it gets super complicated. Um, and I feel sometimes fitness is very focused on what uh, results of what people look like and the people that see the most success are always the people that really focus on the journey and getting stronger and um, learning new skills and then that's when all that rest of the magic happens and you rock out your jeans and you like check out your arms in the mirror and you're like Michelle Obama what right like, um, so I, I think it's, it's really hard, um, but I see a lot of women struggle, to be honest, with being their own worst critic, and you have to be your biggest fan, mm-hmm. and when you're your biggest fan, and you're like, I'm pretty awesome, and my training's just going to make me 
even more awesome than I already am, um, that's when you can really hit into like your true potential. Um, I really, I totally believe that. I'm laughing not because of anything you said, oh. but it reminded <laughs> it reminded me. So I sometimes I feel like I have a little bit too too much self confidence. So I was telling a friend once how you know I'm at work and I go up to go to the washroom and I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, you are good looking. <laughs> And it's funny because I told her and she's like, oh, I'm going to start doing that. And she did. And it made her feel so much better. And she was just felt better in her skin. And so obviously, like, I don't mean that I have too much. But, you know, little things like that. I've read a couple books that say the same thing. Like, celebrate the little things. Like, if you're doing. Totally. Right. Like, even if your goal is just to walk 15 minutes every night after you have dinner. Right. If you put your shoes on and you get out of the door, like, say, hell yeah. Like, I rock. I'm doing this. It doesn't have to be at a quick pace. You don't have to be going for a run. Like, but we have to celebrate ourselves a little bit more. Yeah, I was saying to um, a new coach, um, we were talking a lot about the psychology of training, and I was saying, hey, you have a new client and they just make it to six o'clock for a session. Guess what? They won. They won. Um, Just by showing up. Um, Like, that's step one. And I think sometimes people think, oh my God, I have to work out six days a week and I have to eat broccoli and chicken together and I can't have this and I can't have that. And that's just not life. And it's setting yourself up for just disappointment because you have to, there's, I was talking to someone today about this, there's a a medium in life um, and a moderation in life. And then there's just life. Life happens. Sometimes you drink wine on a Saturday. Sometimes (laughs) it happened this Wednesday. I was going to say, sometimes it's a Tuesday. Like, (laughs) no. Um, And so I'm pulling my phone because I, I wrote down this quote. Um, Ooh, I like quotes. Yeah. Well, because it's not a quote, actually. So <laughs> I get teased quite a bit for my love of Katy Perry. Um, and it's true. She <laughs> so does. Like, I'm pretty sure the studio plays it over and over and Quite over. a few times. Um, <laughs> and, you know, if Katy Perry's listening, I would love to hang out sometime. <laughs> we hung out at your concert, and uh, it was super fun. Um, uh, but there was distance between us. Did she wave to you? You were busy. Um, she did <laughs> but she also did to everyone else oh, yeah, at, the, that's fair. at the ACC or I don't even know what it's called right now so I just have to interject at one little thing do it so did you know Brian from the Backstreet Boys said happy birthday to me <laughs> <laughs> yes because I was there and I got you those tickets and that was probably one of the greatest moments in life yeah um yes and I think it's because you're wearing a hat that said it's, it's my, my mother blah 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 birthday, birthday. and he saw that yep. and he mouthed towards the words to you right to me you guys it was um, a it was a beautiful moment it was passionate <laughs> yeah it was pretty um, amazing but anyway back to Katy Perry I want to hear <laughs> what Katy Perry has to say I've been listening to a heck of a lot of Katy Perry uh these days um and I think I just think this is a really interesting, this is like a lyrics from one of her songs. Um, and whatever, I'm just going to say it. I wrote them down because I think they're super powerful. Um, and yes, I've been listening to a lot of her songs on repeat. Um, and I know they're poppy, but I really like them. And their lyric, the lyrics are really good. But I think this is super important. It really resonated with me. I'll just leave it at that. It really spoke volumes to me. Um, but this is, um, like a segment, um, from one of her songs. And I think a lot of women live this life and they don't even know they're living in this life. Um, I didn't. And then I stepped back and was thinking, wow. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, so here we go. Um, I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath, scared to rock the boat and make a mess. 
So I sat quietly, agreed politely. I guess that I forgot I had a choice. I let you push me past the breaking point. I stood for nothing, so I fell for everything. Um, and the other huge line uh, in one of her songs that has just become, I don't know, it's gonna be a meme on my Instagram, um, but I went from zero to my own hero. And I think that so many women are constantly editing their thoughts, editing their emotions and what they really wanna say. Um, I can't tell you how many women come up from seeing you for a pelvic health uh, physiotherapy session and say, why didn't I do this sooner? Or why was I so embarrassed to talk about this? Um, and I don't know. I think that's just a really powerful point I want to get across. Um, and I don't even know if that really <laughs> is fully answering your question. I think I did at some point. Um, but I really just want to like to tell say, me this quote. I'm um, glad <laughs> and to really pump Katy Perry. She doesn't need she doesn't need her tires pumped or more of a fan base. Don't worry, we'll tag her. I'm sure there's a way. Um, but yeah, I think that's a stumbling block, especially for a lot of women. Is just. Um, being so critical and editing everything they say and everything they do and I did it and it needs to stop and especially when it comes to women's health Mm -hmm. um, women need to stop being embarrassed stop feeling like ashamed of um, issues they have or feelings they feel or um, I mean it's medical issues that are coming up that women are so terrified to deal with Um, so yeah yeah, I mean, that is a really, I'm, I don't typically listen to Carrie, but I do love you, Carrie Perry. Katie Perry. I know you're listening <laughs> to this. I love you. Um, you can't even say your name. I know. <laughs> um, but that is a really powerful quote, and I think you're so right that so many people edit what they say, and I think probably without even realizing it. And so I think the first step is probably to kind of reflect on ourselves and, and say, is this what we really want, or are we just kind of being quiet? Or I mean, it's really hard to do because... It's something that's so ingrained in so many people. So Absolutely. And I see a big shift, in, especially with regards to women's health and for women actually stepping up and saying, yeah, no, like this isn't this isn't right. And this needs to be handled and dealt with and talked about. Um, that's why your TED Talk that you did at Queen's was absolutely amazing. Um, and I know you were scared to do it because you thought, oh, my God, it's a co-ed audience. And, you know, and every human is connected to a woman, totally. like a mom, a sister, a niece, a cut. Like we're all connected, and we're all just trying to do the best we can. So if we can help each other out and make everyone, man, a man and a woman, and everyone else, um, every human on the planet, um, however you identify, it's just we're all just doing our best but we all just need to help each other out absolutely and I think the way we do that is we have conversations like this I mean that's why we started that's why I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to talk about these things and really open up the dialogue because otherwise people feel like they can't talk about it one of my favorite talks I did was in a church so there was male and females in the audience and it was you know on I think it was on sex or some sort of pelvic health but I'm pretty sure it was focused on sex in church yeah got it (laughs) right like I mean I you can understand why I was a little nervous you know I didn't know how it was going to be taken and one of the guys after he loved it he came up to me he wanted to be my PR guy like it was awesome because like you said Every guy has a mother. They may or may not have a female partner, but they may have a sister or, right? There's connections to women everywhere. Or it's just important that everybody knows about it. Um, yeah. It's important to talk about our health. And we're not really taught a lot about it in school. Um, That's we're, very it's, true. It's, like, it's just 
something that to me is a no-brainer about how to train your body and how to take care of your body and um, how to talk about what's going on with your body and again I see a big shift um, especially with regards to women's health um, and a lot of the work that you are uh, forging the way through which is amazing um, and so it's just it's like anything it just takes time it takes for time. a change and it takes more of these conversations I mean I'll give you one more example, but one of my favorite clients I ever worked with, she was in probably her 60s. She had, she didn't speak great English. She was the sweetest lady, but she kept using words like ashamed and she was like just so ashamed to be there and have to talk about what she was talking about and just, it was awful for her. You could see it in her face. You could see it in her demeanor. Um, and so we had the assessment and at the end of it, she's like, oh my God, this was so much fun. (laughs) And I think that's powerful. If we can take people's fears and anxieties and turn it into something powerful and, and fun, I think that's kind of what our goal is, right? Absolutely. There's so many women that go to see you. Um, and it's, you know, it, it would be, it's nerve wracking and especially, given the fact that um, you typically do internal exams with your um, clients, male and female. Um, It's, you know, it's a complicated situation. And then a client comes away and you guys are swapping recipes (laughs) and uh, there's laughter. And like I said, it's just getting people to feel more comfortable in their own skin and just talking about things and being super honest yeah Um, and I think that's so key you know being blunt but being so in blunt's not the right word honest is right um but yeah it's pretty it's pretty awesome and I think we just need to talk to more people but kind of we I feel like we got on a little bit of a tangent but absolutely it's the one yeah (laughs) but I mean what I wanted to say is You've shared with us, obviously, some major challenges. There's been the COVID pandemic. There's been the business shutting down. There's been, you know, figuring out how to, what is the word of the 2020 that if I hear it again, pivot. 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 Friends Um, episode. Right. But then on top of that, you had all these changes personally. So there's been so much going on. And I just want to ask you, what is the biggest lesson you've learned from all of this? And has this changed kind of how you work with your female and male clients um yeah I think um well circling back um I so I am just in the process of fully taking over Taylor training um which is going to become transformation training love the name um and yeah I I think something I've definitely learned is people want instant changes like before and who doesn't love a good before and after picture um but it's usually before and after and no one talks about the in-between and the in-between is where a lot of stuff happens um so it's very intentional that it's called transformation training um because i think what people really have to look at is that in between before and after picture phase the the struggles the challenges how you have to accept where you've come from um it's actually why we're still keeping our logo, but it'll just be a different iteration of our logo. Um, it's because I never want to forget our roots and where we came from. And we opened in 2007. Um, and, you know, we've helped a lot of people. Um, and I think it's really important to recognize where you've come from, accept your past, no matter what your past may be, um, and use that to guide you um to your own transformation and to changes and to a better future. Um, so that concept of transformation is something I want to make sure 
um, that I talk about and I work and help people through the struggle of you can't just forget what happened Mm -hmm. Um, no matter what your past is no matter if it's you know you've struggled with your weight I've struggled with my weight as a teenager and I have that as part of my journey Um, I know you have as well and it's thinking always about where you've come from where you want to go but never forgetting the lessons that you've learned along the way Um, so I would say yeah the concept and idea of transformation and the fact that it is not going to be easy Um, sometimes it is you know presented in a health and fitness um, realm as do this eat this boom there you go and it's not as easy as that because things pop up things get hard there's so many more layers to it your first workout in a new gym it always feels amazing and magical and then all of a sudden the second one's like oh shoot um so yeah I think that's the biggest thing um, in all of this is realizing that life isn't always easy mm-hmm. and you have to remember where you came from um, and transformation is a process. Um, yeah. I think that's amazing. And I think we all need to remember that it's not an overnight success. It's hard work consistently, right? And so anyway, congrats on taking over transformation training. I love it. Yeah. So what, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about what your future holds then? Um, well, our future is, uh, yeah, constantly changing day by day. So <laughs> our physio clinic um, with um, the beautiful Cassie who's sitting beside me um, and our new physiotherapist, Annabelle, um, who is coming on board in the next couple weeks, is currently at a satellite location in the West End. Um, we're just visiting the West End and, <laughs> you know, exploring fun adventures out that way. But it's been fantastic so far. Um, we're actually, ironically, in our original studio space. Um, so we opened the studio in October, and I know it's October this coming week um, of 2007. So we're back to our original studio space, which is kind of full circle in a lot of right. ways. Um, we're going to be there until we can figure out a space t- to have us all back together. Um, hopefully downtown, that is the goal um, in the next little while. Um, and... Yeah, we're doing a lot of personal training at the studio. Um, Myself and Vanessa, um, who's been with us since the very beginning, um, are um, coaching at the studio, loving doing that, incorporating some personal training, which is great. Um, Doing Pilates, uh, reformer and chair training, which has been exciting. And Vanessa's going to be starting with that soon, too. That's amazing. Um, uh, She has her Strong as a Mother program. Do you have Um, anything for our listeners who might not be local? Is there anything that they can do? Yeah. So we just started... TT Online, which is was our original, actually, online platform. Um, we're running it through Facebook because everybody messages each other. That's um, so true. <laughs> and Facebook's where everyone connects. And so we're going to be live streaming videos from the studio um, with some of our members, with us. Um, Vanessa will probably make me die during one of the sessions. 100%. She'll love it. Um, so we're going to be posting a ton of content, a, con- a ton of content on physio rehab, um, fascial stretch work, um, which is something new that I've gotten into, um, recipes. Yes. Okay. So we have a professional chef that has come on board with us, who's been featured, um, on the Food Network, um, who is absolutely incredible and has made me some of the best meals I've ever eaten in my life. Um, so chef Amanda is going to be coming on talking about 
how you can super impress your guests um, in your current bubble with how to plate your food, how to make five ingredient meals. If you're thinking, oh my God, what's for dinner tonight or this week? Um, And she's going to be making um, some coaching uh, and cooking videos for everybody to enjoy um, and sharing recipes, which I know every chef never likes to write down their (laughs) recipes, but she said, I love you guys this much and I'm going to be writing down my recipes. Amanda, if you're listening, you're going to have to come on the podcast and tell us, you know, what we need to do to make delicious food at home. (laughs) Amanda made me a meal Mm -hmm. one night and I went to bed and I actually said to myself, (laughs) if this is my last night and hopefully it's not because I have a lot of things I want to accomplish and do I'm okay with it wow that is a glowing (laughs) recommendation because it was was that good um and she also doesn't love vegetables again this goes back to her piece about being honest lots of people don't like vegetables Mm -hmm. I do though sorry I just it's the truth Um, what's your favorite vegetable okay (laughs) okay (laughs) my current um uh, roommates, because uh, I've had some amazing friends uh, who have let me stay with them during this time of transition, will die laughing at this. But carrots, I love carrots. Um, uh, and really, there's no other vegetable I've met that I don't like. A vegetable you've met, I love it. Yeah, and mushrooms. Um, for my really good friends who hate mushrooms, I'm sorry, I love mushrooms, and one day you guys will too. Um, but there are, I can't think of a vegetable I All don't right. like, but carrots are my number one passion and my, no, my number one love. So Amanda doesn't like vegetables, but she will show everybody how to make vegetables delicious. fun and delicious. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Again, I feel like we got on another tangent, but I like it. It's, it's fun. okay. I love right? vegetables. It's good. <laughs> you didn't ask me what my favorite is. Oh my god, I'm such a jerk. <laughs> well, I am the interviewer was, here, yeah, so no. okay. Cassie, yes. What's your, what's your favorite vegetable? Oh, I do like I like Brussels sprouts. Ooh, I know, but roasted. I'm not about the steamed Brussels sprouts. Um, no, no. And with bacon or without? Either. Okay. I don't discriminate. Okay. Uh, okay, so. This has been awesome. I am loving this. Do you have any kind of thinking of everything we've chatted about and your big lessons that you've learned and everything like this? I'm going to leave you with some questions before we go. But my, I guess this is my penultimate question <laughs> is, do you have any advice for the listeners? Um, yeah, so I do. And I actually wrote this down um, because I talked about it a little bit. Um, But I think everyone needs to, especially during this time where we have to step back and pause for a little bit, um, to step back and evaluate what you really want out of life. Um, I had a really good chat with a friend last night, and this is the quintessential life question. Um, How do you want to be remembered? Um, And I think the bigger question to ask yourself is, are the people in your life currently, the humans that you interact with the most day to day, Are they helping you become a better person? Are they holding you back? Um, Are they helping you towards being the person that you want to be? Um, That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so before I end with my final question, uh, tell us where can everybody find you? Um, So... uh, Do you have an online Instagram, Facebook... Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, Coach Whitney. Awesome. Um, I'm currently actually just changing a lot of our website. Okay. Um, you'll see 
I thought Facebook took uh, two to four weeks to approve a new name change. They don't. They do pretty instantly. So surprise, um, if you're on Facebook, our fan page has already changed to Transformation Training. Okay, so if people look up Transformation Training, they'll see you? Yep. Um, in terms of the physio side of things, we're still tailored training physio, as that's a little bit more of a longer change to make in terms of um, referrals and the medical side of things. Um, uh, TT Online is our new online platform, which is a private Facebook group um, where we'll awesome. be posting so many fun things. Um, and then... Uh, and then you said Coach Whitney for Instagram. Coach Whitney. Awesome. Um, currently, right now, at the moment, Taylor Training Physio, Transformation Training. <laughs> well, let's go through I my love it. You know Instagram what? I'll make sure handles. to, I'll yeah. make sure to Just tag. tag me. I'll tag I, you and everything so I, our listeners can find you. so many Instagrams, yeah. Okay, so if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you always kind of see that they ask a few questions at the end and usually what the biggest kind of things that they've learned. But we're going to flip it a little bit on this one. And instead of asking your biggest learning things, that's a terrible English sentence, but you guys know what I mean. Um, I want to ask you, what actions do you want to leave our listeners with? So if there's three pieces of homework that you could give people to help them with their transformation, what would those three things be? Yeah, so I have questions for everybody because I answered a lot of questions. Um, and so it's now your turn to answer yeah. questions. Um, and I can disseminate as much information as I want, but it all comes down to what you do every day. Um, so here are my three questions for you guys um, in tasks or homework, depending how you want to swing it. Um, the first one, make a list of what activities make you happy. It seems super simple. Just do it. Um, I can't tell you how many times clients have come in and told me they didn't want to train, they want to sleep in, um, we've all been there, and they leave and they always say, I feel so much better today after training. So training should be on there somewhere. Um, I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, it could be writing, it could be taking a walk every day, calling a great friend. Um, yesterday or the day before, I had a not so great day and I actually just started writing some thank you notes to people that have just been amazing um, during a tough time and it made me feel so good. Um, so it can be something as simple as that. Um, the second one, um, make another list of humans that make you happy. So who's in your life that makes you happy? puts a smile on your face, makes you feel very supported and loved. Um, and who do you most look forward to spending time with? Um, obviously that list should be people that you spend a lot of time with and you know, like a wedding list, you might need to make some edits. I don't know. Depending yeah. on people you work with. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but just, I'll leave it at that. Um, uh, last one, third one, um, in terms of a mental and physical transformation, what are you doing to hold yourself back? Um, so I think a lot of times we're responsible, like we're always responsible for taking care of ourselves and our health. Um, but what things, um, are, what obstacles are you putting in your own path? Um, and why are you standing in your own way of living and feeling how you want to? Um, whether it's not hitting workouts, whether it's eating too much ice cream and watching too much Netflix, um, and more importantly, if you have time for this, make time for this. What are you going to do tomorrow, next week, next month, um, and in the future to just make the things you want happen, happen? I think that's really great. Those are some really 
awesome tasks that you kind of laid out for us. It's a big list. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's worth it's worth the time investment. It's one of those things that I know I'm going to sit and, and try to answer those questions too, but it's one of those things that does take a little bit of time and reflection and it might not be easy, but we want everybody to, you know, take the time, self-reflect and see what that list finds for you, right? Maybe mm-hmm. it's not what you expected. And if you want to share with people, absolutely do. And if you don't, keep that for yourself and maybe check back on it every once in a while. But I think that's really, really powerful stuff you left us with. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been a great time. And uh, yeah, really appreciate all of this insightful, amazing stuff that you show. It's very obvious that you're passionate about what you do. And we're so thankful to have you here. Uh, I love and feel very honored to be the very, very first guest of many guests to come on mm. uh, the Vito and Vagina podcast. I am pretty excited. And we to... should we should glass wait, clink. Wait, cheers. It, cheers. It's totally happening. <laughs> Unless you do morning podcasts. Right. My, my it's okay. We coffee. can coffee. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I had a blast on this first episode, and I cannot, cannot, cannot wait for you guys to see what is in store for the rest of the season. I promise you. There are going to be some pretty epic episodes, so can't wait to share them with you. Bye, guys.